members of Ricardo. Oh, hello and welcome. Thank you for welcoming me. That's all right. You're very welcome. <laughs> Episode 32. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Feels like it. Of season two. <laughs> season two. All right. Sure. How many episodes do we have in a season? I don't know. Can we make it up as we go going. along? Until <laughs> <laughs> one of us goes and going on holiday. Um, this week yes. on the podcast, yes. we'll be talking about Karen. We'll be talking about all Karen. The, all the Karens. All the Karens, yeah. Yep. Midlife crises. Yes. Are you having one? Probably. Probably. <laughs> a bit of culture Aren't we club. all? Yeah. A bit of beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty, beauty spot. Beauty spot. We're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to have a whinge about buying books. All right. Head. All right. We're going to ask: Is the house dirtier when you're at home? Yeah. All that and more. Just Not do much it. More. Not much more. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, first of all, Lisa. Yeah. Let's talk about the Karens Ugh. of the world. You're I am sick, sick of it. Of Karens. The whole. So, are you thick? Sorry, are you sick of people being Karens or just everyone going on about Karen? Well, I don't mind if someone's a Karen if they're the traditional Karen. If they are actually called Karen. If they're called A, if they're called Karen. Yeah. <laughs> or B, if they're the traditional kind of fun Karen that maybe they started off with a long time ago, which was just someone who. Just is a bit bolshy in a shop or something yeah, like that. Wants like, to see I the mean, manager. Yeah, that kind. Of, I mean, that's still a bit offensive, but it doesn't worry me so much. But now the people that they're calling Karen are these racist, sexist, bigoted, nasty people who are climate change deniers, COVID deniers. So, do you, you feel know, that Karens are being unfairly maligned? Yes, yes, I think they should. They should. Everyone should stop calling people Karen. Yes, yeah, so they shouldn't let the Bunnings Karen. Yeah, or you know whatever. It's like she's not a Karen. Yeah, she's a dickhead. Per- she's a dickhead. Look, call her what she is. Yeah, dickhead. <laughs> so let's replace great. the name. Let's replace Karen. Yeah. In when it's used as an insult. Yeah. With dickhead. Yeah. The Bunnings that, dickhead. I think that's a better way forward. <laughs> I think that's the way forward for everyone. Like I, I mean, I never really liked the whole. Thing anyway, the no. Well, trope. we talked about Susan because it started off with Susan, didn't yeah. it? About a year ago, and we we sort of talked about that, and then we tried to pitch a story about it to everybody, and nobody wanted it, did no, they? No one. No cared. one was interested. No one cared because we just we thought the Susan thing was really sexist and ageist, which mm-hmm. it is, and really the Karen thing is as well. To be honest, yeah, the whole it is. Karen whinges at the manager. You're just moaning about an older woman, aren't you? Yeah, and she's called yeah. Karen because that's because Karen's a fifty. Yeah. Because, you know, that's the name that everyone was called... When they were 50 when, years ago. Yeah, 50 years ago. I worked that out myself. Well done. <laughs> and now it's sort of transmuted into Karen. I find the whole thing absolutely just horrible. It's just, it's just a it's, really nasty way yeah. of being sexist and ageist. Yes, it is. And um, I feel like if a woman is... Well, I just feel like if a woman is saying, oh, God, Bunnings Karen's a nightmare, it's like, well, what are you suggesting? You're suggesting that all women who are of a certain age are going to be like that because you're just painting everyone with this brush. You're basically saying that all women of a certain age are like that. Whereas as we know... any woman who would go into bunnings like that. I wore a mask on my way here today. Yes, there's lots of different people. Just because you're all a woman over 50 doesn't make you all the same person, does it? No. No. No, No, Claire. That's (laughs) right. No, it doesn't. Anyway, it's just making me really angry. I can't stand it. And also, as we said... We actually do write about this in our upcoming book mm. because nobody would print spoiler our, alert spoiler alert because nobody would print our article. Mm. We just decided to go and write it in our book. We did, um, and as we say in that book, like, where's the, what's the male equivalent? Yeah, you know, what's where's Bunnings Trevor? I know. Where's well, like, Bunnings Barry? 
<laughs> well, you know, I mean, the thing is, is that if we start that also, this tit-for-tat thing with men as well, then it just, it's, an, yeah. it's another kind of caricature of yeah. a person and this doesn't and it takes uh, takes over from you know it, the you know, nuances of people's yeah. character that's right i feel like it's a bit bunnings barry would certainly ask to see the manager he definitely would bunnings get a barry. refund get a refund bunnings for something barry. already used i mean we all know who bunnings barry is i can imagine who bunnings barry is right now you know what he'd mansplain yeah. everything bunnings barry would mansplain everything and he would also he, bunnings barry would be the man that when you go to a barbecue he'll go did you drive? And if you say yes, he'll go, did you take the... Uh, <laughs> the M2. The, did you take the M2? Did you pay the toll? You don't need to do that. You know there's a back route through Leichhardt. That's Bunnings Barry. <laughs> but I love Barry. All right. Someone else who's getting maligned... Yes. ...is Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, it, but might not be unfairly maligned, though. No. no. So I don't know if people have been reading this Everyone's story. been reading this. It's just... It's quite interesting. Everyone's to me. so intrigued about it, aren't they? <laughs> so basically, there's all these stories coming out that saying that she that her show yes. was a terrible place to work. Yeah. The staff of the show are all coming out saying that um, that they were treated appallingly, not just yeah. by her either, but no. you know, that there was a culture of bad badness. And in it's hard place. to know, isn't it? Because the amount of times I've dealt with an agent, and the agent's been so annoying in terms of you can do this you can't do this yeah. you can do this and then when you actually meet the person either they're just lying or they have no idea that their agent is doing that but who know who would know where the direction is coming I from know. but it's kind of disappointing to think isn't it, it is. that, that ellen this woman who kind yes. of brought such joy and you know is all about yes. kindness and community and everyone danced together at the beginning yeah. of the show so um, there was all this stuff that was on twitter where staff were saying all these things about how she had been really demanding to her staff then there was reports that she'd been racist to staff members and yeah. mean and yeah. she was the meanest woman alive and <laughs> there's been stories in the tabloids for years haven't yeah. there about yeah. her yeah. um I, I just, I'm very disappointed. I feel like my trust in humanity has been betrayed if all these stories are true. But I'm not surprised either. Because nothing that, surprises me anymore. There's some great ones in this story that was on news.com.au where they're saying she had a sensitive nose, so everyone had to chew gum from a bowl outside her office before talking to her. And if she thinks she smells, you have to go home and shower. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I actually love to impl- implement that rule. And also that um, she once complained to Steve Jobs that her the font size on her iPhone was too small, which would I would have found She's good. quite right. I mean, if you knew Steve Jobs, you, you would, would, wouldn't you? you? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I yeah. hope Porsche's all right in all of this. Or, or what's her real name? Is it um, Amanda? Amanda. Yeah. I hope Amanda's. Amanda Rogers. I hope Amanda from Geelong's all right in all yes. this. <laughs> I mean, I think um, a lot of people are saying that she didn't have an awful lot to do with what was going on, that she'd no. sort of swoop in and swoop out and, you know, so she didn't no. know necessarily a lot of the stuff that was going on. But obviously if you've got a show with your name on it, you need to take a bit of responsibility. It's interesting though, isn't it? Because with the whole stuff that's going on with Ellen, uh, do you think that people can have one personality at work and a completely different personality at home do you think all those dickheads we've worked with no no none of the people that are listening obviously but do you think they go home and they're like completely different people with their family with their friends well you'd hope so wouldn't you yeah because you kind of some of the people that you've worked with over the years and this can be you know this is in many different industries as well where you kind of go you are just an 
woman-hating, misogynistic, horrible man, yeah. but you have a wife and three children. It's yeah. like that man that yes. was speaking to AOC, he said, who sort of defended his behaviour by saying, well, I've got a wife and yes. two daughters. It's like, that doesn't excuse bad behaviour. Do you have a different work personality and home personality? No, I'm exactly the same way. Yeah, I you go. are. <laughs> what about me? No, I think you're pretty I think similar. I'm pretty, pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have that split personality. <laughs> <laughs> completely the same no matter where I go yeah I don't have I don't think I've got the wherewithal to be different no <laughs> no I think I, you know it's my, my I think at 52 <laughs> you are who I you am are. who I am <laughs> I'm no Ellen I wonder if this is a segue for mm. you I wonder if Ellen's and her staff have been having a midlife crisis. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, she might be, mightn't she? she yeah. Oh, she's fifty-six or something. She's a bit older. Yeah. Than, she's a bit older than us. A bit older. She? Well, you know, anything's possible. Yes. And um, I was reading the story, right? It was in the Sydney Morning Herald mm. newspaper in the Good Weekend section. Oh yes. And it was basically about um, how Gen X people, when they're having the midlife crisis, which is now, because we're all of this sort of 50-something yep. age, instead of running away, getting our ears pierced, buying a motorbike, whatever yep. they can do, they're running marathons. <laughs> now, God. this just struck a note of fear into all mm. of our hearts, because apparently we're far more likely to do that. than, uh, And also, rather than running away and, you know, doing sort of drugs and alcohol or something. Yeah. We, we do things to change the world oh. this makes me tired do you think that's frankly. because we got all our bad behavior out of the way already whereas people who are older than us were probably much more sensible and got married at 22 and had kids and Maybe. then you know and then suddenly they hit 50 Maybe. and the kids have left home and they go oh I've never done I've never had a sports car or I've never traveled or I've never you know, gone crazy. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I mean, so now we do the boring stuff. Yeah. Because we've done the crazy stuff. We've done stuff. the crazy stuff. So we sit around and read books and knit. Yeah. Apparently, though, this is the, like, I was reading this story going, yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not sure that I'd be... I'm not running marathons. Leaping, leaping into <laughs> my trainers anytime soon. But then there was, a, there was a study done by the University of Melbourne um, about household income and labour dynamics in Australia. The lowest level of life satisfaction is felt at 45... Isn't that sad? Mm. Well, the Australian Bureau of Statistics say it's anywhere between 45 and 54. So, you know. So you're still... pretty miserable between 45 and 54. Yeah. And then you cheer up a bit, then do you? Then you have a little, yeah, cheer yeah. up. That sounds about 47. right. 47.2 is apparently the age when we're at your most miserable. <laughs> so you've just passed <laughs> I've it. I've just passed you? it. <laughs> I'm oh. thinking, I've noticed a change. Have you? <laughs> In the last four months. But also it was talking about how women don't sleep very well because we lie awake at night thinking of all the things we should have done, which is really quite tragic. It is tragic. I think about things like, do I need to buy something for dinner? I think about <laughs> things that are really, really tiny and I turn them into massive, ma- massive mountains. I do too. And, and then, then I, sell, the... I sell them to my husband and he goes, why are you worried Yeah, why are you that? awake at night? Yeah. And I wake up in the morning and I think, why did I let that keep me awake? Like, it's such a non... Non thing. It's not a thing. Yeah. I know. But I don't think I'm gonna be doing um any of those sort of yogury no. ten K run no. scenarios. No. Although a lot of people have done My that. feet will hurt, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I do think there'd be something nice. Like I do 
feel like there's something in the story where they talk about how you want to do something for yourself and that you want to use all the things that you've learned through your life mm. to do something different that matters to you because you suddenly realise that nothing you've done up to this point matters. <laughs> Which uh, is so true. So true. But, you know, I, mean, I, I get think, that. I do yeah, get that. And I think we are, I mean, this podcast is our version of that. I yes. guess it's just that sort of idea where, you know, if we can be miserable, why not make other people <laughs> miserable as well? Yes. As a community of miserable people. Old ladies. Yes. Shall we do some culture club? Um, what have you been watching? I have started watching Sing- Singapore Grip. Yes, I don't know what that is. Well, it's on Foxtel um, and it's interesting. I think it's a BBC show. It's interesting. Australia's the first ones to be showing it Ooh. out of the whole world Ooh. which isn't usually the way mm. um, I've only watched one episode because it drops weekly mm. which is you know, to your lingo well, you know which is quite a difference in this day and age yeah, isn't yeah, it yeah. it's uh, in the um, sort of 1930s and 1940s in Singapore and um, it's a it's in the middle of the war so Singapore's right. about to be um, taken over by the Japanese so um, it's It looks, as you can imagine, absolutely beautiful. Mm. They've used the same house that they used in Crazy Rich Asians, which is quite funny. Um, The most beautiful costumes, the most beautiful sort of period piece. It is a little bit sort of bingo. It is a little bit period piece bingo. You know, like jazz band, amazing car. um, Cigarette holder. Cigarette holder. um, You know, challenged older daughter going off the rails. Um, but we were watching it and I was thinking, what is this? I don't understand what's going on here. And then I did a bit of research and it's actually based on a book and the book is a farce. Right, okay. So now it makes a bit more sense that it is a little bit cheesy and a little yeah. bit sort of... Um, there are lots of closed doors and opening doors. No, not that in. kind of farce. <laughs> not, where's my trousers? <laughs> not that kind of farce. Um, it, more along the lines of Catch-22. Right, okay. Oh, okay. It's Ooh, more along that lines. Um, so it's good. I've done one, ep- and I'm, now I know that I've sort of got my head around it a bit. Right. It's got quite a good cast. Um, Charles dances in it, of course. Oh, that's part <laughs> he of bingo, has to isn't be it? part of the bingo. And who? Oh, I tell you who's in it. Jane Horrocks. Oh yeah. Who was Bubbles Bubble. in yeah. Abfab, and she plays the um, over-the-top mother, who's a bit of a Mrs. Bennett, as right. in you know Pride and Prejudice, yeah. Mrs. Bennett style, but. In Singapore, right. um, and I'm enjoying it. So it's probably worth a look, if only for all the nice costumes. Mm, well, can you put it on the PDAs for us? All right, which is our Facebook group. I will. I have been watching something You've which I've done. I went again. to the cinema again. Literally, we're the only people in there again. And in fact, we booked the day beds in event, and then they were so close to the screen, we had to. You would hate them. Mm. We had to. <laughs> how did they clean that? I don't know. But we didn't. We couldn't sit there because it was too close. Anyway, we watched Unhinged, which is the Russell Crowe movie. My gosh, it's quite full on. Yes. Um, it's not. I don't know that I'd recommend it to people. I don't. I would certainly wouldn't put it as one of the ones that the PDA should go and see. But um, I really enjoyed it. Rusty plays um, a very unhinged... <laughs> in the <laughs> title. Clues in the title. <laughs> Clues in the title. Um, man who has road rage um, against this woman who um, toots him at a light. And then she is this young mother who's just going through a divorce. Australian or American film? American. Yeah. From the Americas. Yeah. And, um, and then what ensues is him chasing her around because he just won't let it lie. And it's um, very graphic, quite violent. Um, 
sort of rubbish, but like I really enjoyed it because I knew he he would play a really good yes, man. Yes, he would, and he does a really good job. He's very large and in charge. <laughs> I think I would find it terrifying because yeah, I could see how it could be real life. Look, I think at the moment, especially because yeah. it's very timely in that sort of we're all a bit tense. Yeah, um, road rage is, really is a thing. There's so much gridlock and traffic everywhere, mm. and you do and you do always sort of think, oh. You know, it'd be awful if someone got oh, the shit yes. with you for doing something. Came out with a crowbar. Um, but it is, and it's quite scary. And, um, it's um, there's so many holes in the plot, and it's you know silly. But he, God, he's scary. I think he's found his mm. his true calling. <laughs> Playing psychopaths. Yeah, he does a really mm. good job. But wasn't I he fantastic Russell. in um, Loudest Voice as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he does he's he does really menacing good. quite yeah. well. Yeah, malevolent. You know what he can do? He pulls his, his lower teeth out a bit. He's just um, a bit like angry. Oh, yeah. You know right. what I mean? I get you. <laughs> We're doing that for yeah. everyone at home. Cool, all right. Well, well I've gone back to Schitt's Creek for oh, a bit yes. of light relief. Because we did one ep and I didn't love it, but then oh, last night so I said, oh, beautiful. let's do it, because I know it's up for all the Emmys, isn't yeah, it? it's 15 um, Emmys, is that for? So, I, yeah, we, and then, so we ended up doing three eps last night, because yeah, they're only so 20 great. minutes. Don't you just love David? Ooh, David! It's actually really sweet and really Very funny. Lovely. And also the fact that they're sort of trapped in this small town is quite good at the moment, because we all feel quite yeah. trapped. And also, have you noticed, know, their world is so nice, there's never any question that everyone will accept them for being gay. There's, it's a very nice world they live in. Have you noticed no, that? No, I haven't noticed yeah. that. There's no, there's, there's no like bad mm. sort of. There's no p- politics. It's just really right. sweet and lovely. The thing I would say is watching it is you know it's meant to be a shitty town, whereas actually like that cafe they go to is gorgeous. It's like really sh- <laughs> like shabby chic, and uh, so I actually looked up where it was filmed, and it's some little town outside Ontario, 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 Ontario. Yeah. and then your man David. Daniel um, Levy. Daniel Levy has he had to put a call out begging people to stop visiting this town because of COVID. Ah, yeah. So yeah. it is actually this. I think it's almost like this quaint hipster town, right? Because um, it doesn't look that bad, does it? No, it, and it gets qu- better as the season goes on too. Because because of something I won't talk. Well, don't about tell. Don't don't do spoilers. You. Not okay. spoiling. Not spoiling. Right. It's such a good show. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. But you had a little bit of a whinge about something culture club related, I did. didn't you? Yeah, that, that's unusual for you. It is unusual. <laughs> I don't understand why, Claire. I can't buy books on iBooks or whatever mm. it's called when they're on sale in America. But then you can't buy them in Australia. Why do they have different? Dates. I don't know the It's really that. annoying. Why are you trying to buy? Oh, like there's a... Who's got a new book out? Maybe it's someone like Jane Green. Mm. And it's out in America, but you can't buy it in Australia yet. That's weird. Can and you not buy it on Amazon or one of those? Like, I don't know, but because I think they have different distribution di- dates mm, and deals, yes. but they stop you buying it online. It's yeah, just that's like, annoying. I mean, in this the world, day, the world is too small nowadays. In this day and age, you should just be able to buy whatever you want, whenever, whenever you, you want. Whenever you bloody want. Remember yes. back in the day when you couldn't see a movie at the cinema yes. because it was never out until six months after. It's it. just you always, I always pictured the movie being put onto a boat. <laughs> and, like, you know, sailed across the world to get, like, the one yes. copy of it on a reel. Well, with, um, you know, obviously we work in the magazine industry and a lot of them shut down recently and there was a whole thing on Facebook and somebody was saying how they remembered going to the Oscars party at nine mm. and then having to wait two days for the photos of the dresses to arrive in <gasps> Australia. Wow. I mean, so it does show how times have changed. Times have really changed, but you still can't get a book you want to read. No, when I want it. 
Well, shall we do what hurts now? All right. What hurts now? now. Um, I'm finding. I think it's a bit of a. It's a bit of a link to this to my what hurts now from last week, which is a, if I see a movie, I can't stop crying. Which is if I see someone on face. A lot of people's animals die, obviously, but because they're on social media, they tell you about it a lot more than perhaps you used to know that yes. they're happening. So. The other day, someone, Laura Sautan, who is a um, Channel 9 personality, TV, um, lady. TV lady, lovely, lovely girl, her dog died. And um, I have watched that dog on Instagram for years, just mm. because it's such a beautiful dog. And she passed away. She was 16. Aww. And it just broke my heart. And yeah. I couldn't stop crying. And then I always see these people on Facebook. And I've got friends in America whose dogs passed away mm. and things like that. Like Ricky just, Gervais when his cat died. Yeah. And I just find, like, I'm mourning for things I've never met. Mm. <laughs> you know, far more than I would if they said, oh, my mum passed away at 85 yeah. this week or whatever. Oh, you're but, a you know. thing, aren't you? Yeah. But it's, I think it's just COVID related because I feel like those poor things on top of everything else that yeah, we're going through. Yeah, and then through, your dog dies. Then your dog dies. It's just so sad. So when, I felt really awful. Poor Laura. Poor Laura. When Ricky Gervais's cat died... And he posted about he posted recently about his about missing his cat or whatever. He loves his cat, doesn't yeah. he? And then all these people posted know, pictures said, yeah. of their dead animals. Yeah, that's sad. Isn't we it? do love our pets, people who I love know. them. But I, I just feel like maybe I just need to stop crying. Yes, <laughs> stop crying. <laughs> I, I wish I could stop it. Please stop. Um, what your uh, what hurts now is something that will not make me cry. No, and I haven't been crying about it. But what I would say is, Claire. You know when you wake up in the morning and you've got a crease on your face mm-hmm. from the pillow or whatever? Mm-hmm. I'm finding those creases are still there an hour and a half later. <laughs> and I, It's just your face now. I think it, my face <laughs> is just one big crease. And I don't know if it's an age thing. I don't know if it's a, a hydration thing. Maybe. Maybe I'm not drinking enough water. But also sometimes I'll go to sleep and I get them in my arms as well from where my T-shirt sort mm. of rubbed. Mm. And they actually hurt. Sometimes those creases are like so... they dig in. They're so dug in that they hurt. I don't know. Have you got any suggestions well, for my face I, creases? I did think of one thing. Um, mm. I bought a jade roller. Yes. Which, um, they're everywhere. You yeah. can buy one from Revlon. It costs $15 in Chemist Warehouse. Not an ad. Um, not an ad. And um, I think that it does help. Put it in the fridge. Mm. Keep it in the fridge. And then in the morning when you're putting your moisturiser on, you use that and it de-puffs. Right. And I think it probably help with... Um, your, your ingrown wrinkles, your indented wrinkles. My creases, your my creases. creases. I've um, got, what about those silk pillows? Yeah, they're good. Have you got one? I've got silk pillowcases. Yeah. But then I've got, I also feel like maybe if you sit up too high and stuff, you're not helping your face. Oh. You know, because you're, if you're pushing your face, and we're oh. doing all this sort of weird face <laughs> massage. It's not very good for a podcast. No. Um, but okay. I don't know, like I think maybe. That's it's interesting because I have two big pillows. Yeah, you're probably just a little bit scrunched up on your but I do think a jade roller would work. Right, I'll look it does into it. Just cool everything down and gets rid yeah. of the puffiness, and and also it feels really nice. Okay, put it in the fridge. Yeah, Bob's your uncle. Lovely, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Bunnings Bob. Bunnings Barry's your uncle. <laughs> well, that leads us nicely into beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Um, you, you, I will tell you just a quick little thing. Speaking yes. of faces and things you can put on them, um, I was reading some stories and I was looking at the Times. 
this, the headline was how to find the right foundation shade when shopping online. And I was like, oh, mm. my God, yes, I know. And yes. I know when you go on Mecca, you can do a thing where you can match your makeup. But I always feel like the colours are never right. Mm. And it does worry me in this day and age because mm. you can't send makeup back. No. Especially if you've opened it. And the only way to tell if it's the right colour is to open it. So there's a dilemma right there. But there's this website called foundation.com. Clever. That's right. I see what they did there. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a combination of find and foundation. Yes. Do you see? Yes. Do you follow? Yeah, I do follow. I do follow. <laughs> and um, on there, you can put in not only one colour that you use, but you can do two. So that, that so it narrows right down the colour. So say you, I use Revlon Colour Stay. Yes. Not NAD. Um, in uh, fresh beige. Yeah. And if I just put that into the Mecca one, it will come up with a few different options. But then you can you can add a second one, so then it's it targets even mm. more the color that you need from the different different things. Otherwise, you end up with one that's slightly too yellow, yes. or slightly too dark. Yes. I mean, it's awful, isn't it? I would it's never a buy foundation online. Have. Well, no. I would never in a million years buy foundation buy online. But you know, now you can't use testers in any shops anyway. It's oh. like in in, in right. all of the chemists and Priceline, not an ad for Priceline either. Yeah. Um, you can't use testers oh. anymore. So it's quite a good idea, even if it is just to go into a shop that sells it and have a look at it in yes. physical okay. thing. It, it is a very clever idea. Very clever idea. Yeah. What's your beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot? Well, I read a story in Body and Soul. Mm. And it said, is Reese Witherspoon's green smoothie the reason she looks so good at 44? Is it? Well, I don't know, but um, it could be the answer behind her youthful complexion. So, she's had this every day for the past nine years. I remember seeing a video on her yes, Instagram. Yes, she put it on her Instagram. Yeah. That's right, in May. So I don't know why I've picked up this story now. Oh, right. um, she adopted the smoothie from her Little Fires Everywhere co-star, Kerry Washington, right. who she was sat next to it at an award show years and years and years ago and she said, I didn't know her, but I was like, your skin is amazing. And Kerry gave her this recipe. So now... Has I'm, it got avocado in I'm it? I'm going to tell you what's in it. Okay. Do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> Two heads of romaine lettuce, right. chopped. Yeah. Half a cup of spinach. Is that cos lettuce in no. our world? Yes. Correct. Half a cup of spinach. Handful of celery chopped, brackets optional. One whole pear chopped, mm. one whole apple chopped, one whole banana chopped, one whole lemon rind removed, half a cup of coconut water. Add all the ingredients to a blender and blend. This amount serves two, and she normally keeps half in the fridge for the next day. And she also says you can add anything to it, like almond butter, protein powder, or flax seeds. What about avocado? Well, she doesn't say that. I'm sure you can add avocado. For some reason, I think that would be good for your skin to have yeah. it in a smoothie. Anyway, this is her anti-aging green smoothie. Right. Well, let's all do it and see how we see, how we go. See if we look see amazing. If we look, see if we stop having bed creases as a result. Think <laughs> it take more than that. She'd have some silk pillowcases. She would. She'd um, probably sleep upside down or something like you know. Yes. Which, well, she's not too crazy. She's not. She's not too Gwyneth, is she? No. She's not very goopy. <laughs> she's not too goopy. <laughs> Okay, um, what else were we going to talk about? We're going to talk about oh, my dirty my, house. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I I feel your pain. Yes. The question is, is your house dirtier um, now, or is it that we're noticing it because we're at yeah. home all the time? Is it dirty because we're home more? Or are or, we noticing it because we're home more? Yes. I think both. Both. I feel like I'm more. constantly cleaning. Oh, I'm constantly cleaning. And so constantly doing the hair. kitchen. So much cat hair. I know. I don't know how they lose so much hair. Cats. And also just dust. I feel, I don't know. I'm just constantly know. cleaning. Mm -hmm. It's so boring it's and really tedious. Boring. It is really boring. And then the kitchen is just 
endless, isn't it? Well, it's because you're cooking and making stuff in there food, all eating the time. food, dishwasher, unpack. I mean, mm-hmm. I yeah. My husband's been off work. He's just started back at work today. Um, well done. <laughs> and um, you know, he's been taking the brunt of the kitchen yeah. chores. But God, it's boring. It's so boring. Yeah, it's so boring. And just that there's like parts of my house that I probably clean twice a day. Yeah, like as in I'll wipe the to- the basin in the bathroom tw- two or three times a day. Then there's parts of my house that I probably clean twice a year. I was going to say, and then there's other parts yeah. of the house that haven't been cleaned. Yesterday I was trying to find <laughs> something for my tax return under the bed and oh my goodness me, that was a lovely oh, journey. dusty. Lovely journey. Dusty, dusty. I was like, where does all this hair come I from? Know, and, and like the dust Balls. Yes. Sorry. Balls. <laughs> balls to you Please too. don't say balls like that. <laughs> Um, honestly, I, I think if anyone has a, um, any tips from how to stop dust getting everywhere, yes. apart from just cleaning all the fucking time. I think if you read all those sort of, you know, tippy hacky things, mm. they would say, this is the 10 minute routine you need to do every day to keep your housework yeah. under control. Yeah. And it would be 10 minutes in different room every day. Yeah. That you do, and then that builds up over the week. You know what I week. say to them? What? I don't want to spend ten minutes a day no, doing it's something. It's only ten minutes. How long? And what's your screen time today? Seven and a half hours, probably. It's <laughs> only <laughs> lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my screen time was down yesterday. Thank you very down much. Down to what? Five hours. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. I'm not judging. I am, but I can't talk. Um, all right, and just one more last thing, yeah. Lisa. It's, it's a little bit of a culture clubby thing, yeah, well, as well, but. I've been watching the ads for mm. um, Mask Singer yeah. series two, and yeah. I'm just appalled at the costumes. Why? They're fantastic. I, I think it's such a great idea for a show. I have no problem with the show itself. But like, if I was the echidna or the <laughs> or the there's a stupid hammerhead. I love the hammerhead. Or a frill neck lizard. Best one. But it's a rubbish costume. Well, what would you want to be? I'd like to be like a unicorn. Uh, or a... They did unicorn last time. I know, but why can't they have the same? I think the costumes are the best bit. Well, my hums, eventually they're going to run out and one, someone's going to be an ant. And like, <laughs> you know, like a cockroach. Like, why can't they be like glamorous? They have to be, they're not glamorous at all. The goldfish is just a blooming goldfish. Like you can buy those heads at the newsagent. I think they're very fun. They're my favourite bit. I love watching, I love watching the sort of... They remind me a bit of, you know that episode of Friends where someone puts the turkey on the head? Is yeah. it Monica? And she comes in dancing with a turkey on her head? They sort of remind me of that. Well, I can understand. I mean, a turkey would be next year's costume because yeah. they run out of people. I just, what would you I, want to be? Well, Not a unicorn. That's no. I'd like to be a swan. A swan or a goose. No, I don't want to be a goose. Duckling. <laughs> a duck or a, sw- or a swan mm. would be good. Yeah. Because at least they've got some kind of grandeur and a bit of serenity. Yeah. But like an, a frill-neck lizard <laughs> and an echidna and a hammerhead. They're very well made, though, aren't they? They're quite well, impressive. You have to give them that. My favourite part is the take it off. Take it off. <laughs> it's all so silly that it's I absolutely so love it. Actually, I'd like to be an avocado. That would be a good one. Amazing. You could be an avocado. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. And on that note, all right. um, so come to the PDAs yeah. if you want to discuss what your costume would be. Okay. Or not just that. No, That's discuss anything. Um, we'll put up whatever yes. we've talked about Smoothie today. Smoothie recipes. Yeah, and um, you can email us on wearepayingdevilsavocado at gmail.com. You can come and look at Instagram, but we're a bit slack on that, yeah. to be honest. Um, and we do have news. 
Yeah, I think we're allowed to that. say. Well, we, we've said already. We've got a book coming out. We've got a book out. coming out next month now. September the 2nd. Yeah. We'll post the cover in the PDAs as soon yes. as we're allowed yes. to. And you might see us around a little bit soon. Mm. Don't reveal anything. Mm. But we might be, you know, we might be in other places that you might see us. Mm. So that's exciting. It depends if you like what we look like. You might, you might no. prefer not to know what we no. look like. <laughs> Sorry about that. Maybe we should be masked podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. see you soon. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. bye.